So fuck's sake. siblings who have quite a few resentments and we're here to share them with you. No one else is fucking doing it. I don't want, actually, you know what? Today I'm out. I've got a resentment against myself. I reckon everyone in that school is back in. Yeah. You don't need to put the effort into actually changing yourself <laughs> for the better. I cannot stand the man. That's the, the only time I've ever felt like a man. They're corrupt people. Welcome to the resentment list with your hosts, Naomi and Ben. Uh, this podcast was not going to happen. Um, to be honest, it was, it was, uh, it was on the, uh, it was getting awkward. We may have had to skip a week. Um, and it's Sunday night. It's getting released tonight, so we're down to the wire. Um, Ben and I had a fight yesterday, another one, when we were meant to record, um, and we were going to hang up the boots on the washing line and dry them out. Um, <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I think what I'm trying to say is that, um, you know, you could have you could have really missed it. But you know what? Do you know what made us... You know what made me is I was out last night and someone mentioned the podcast and I realised, just can't let you guys down. Can't do it. Can't yeah. do it. Even though the listenership has uh, plateaued, no new <laughs> listeners. Um, <laughs> that's fine. We've got other ones. We've got pe- we've got regulars. Yeah, we've so got a, a loyal few. So this one, this podcast is for you guys because if it wasn't for you, to be honest, those boots would be hanging on the line. Again, that means <laughs> the boots, <we laughs> boots would be up. <laughs> again, that means that the boots are. Again, that means the podcast would not have happened. Um, and there's a few reasons why. Uh, reason one was the fight, big fight. Um, and Ben stormed out, left his washing here. We were washing there his washing. No, was there a storm? No, there wasn't. I actually told you to leave. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, he left his washing here and um, I told him to come back and get it and he slept. And so now his washing smells. And if you are a regular listener, uh, you know that I have a very big aversion to smelly washing Um Rotting washing. What is it called? What is it called when the washing is um, mildew? Mildew. So that washing is has been sitting there for about twenty four hours now, um, and because I thought Ben was coming to get it while it was wet, um, and something else happened last night, which I'm about to go into. Ben hasn't heard this yet, so um, so last night Ben and I had the fight. He left. I was stressing about the washing, the mildew. Um, and Tristan and I went off to uh, an event, um, which is very. It's not, we don't usually do events. We are we're homebodies. Um, we're pretty boring. Um, but we got invited to a, an event at Core Cider House. Um, and if you haven't been there, it's in Pickering Brook. It's a cider house um, called Fire Fire Feast. No, Fire Fable Feast. 
Fire, Fable and Feast. And it's a pagan, uh, kind of a pagan-ish medieval tradition where they, um, because it's on an orchard, they bless the apple, the or, the orchard, the trees for a good harvest, and you get away rid, rid of the uh, evil spirits. It's an old English tra- tradition, uh, and they made an event out of it. And you know, there's a fire, there's a fire twirler, there's a there's a bonfire, there's there was a marshmallow. We dressed up. Yeah, uh, I saw that on Instagram. Yeah, it looks really good. We dressed up. Um, we really went to town. Um, Tristan wore a red velvet cloak. Um, I wore a kind of witchy paganish outfit, um, and I did Tristan's makeup, and he looked kind of ghoulish. Um, Tristan and I kind of suited the uh, the aesthetic because we kind of we kind of look a bit weird anyway. I think maybe I don't know. Well, you have you've like well not Tristan so much, but you in general you wear very theatrical kind of. Um, pagan kind of chic. Well, it's what people said. They said you don't even look dressed up. So I don't. I don't know if yeah. I should have taken offence to that. But um. But anyway, so we dressed up and we got into an Uber with my friend and um. We set off for this event, and it was fun. You know, as you know, we're sober, so everyone else was drinking, but that was fine. I felt quite good about it. Um, we had marshmallows. We had huge sticks and put marshmallows in the fire, um, and it was just a great time. So, because it's 45 minutes away, we got a we, we got an Uber to uh, the casino. Yeah. Uh, and there was all these rugby people there and, and, and really just oh, bogan God. dickheads that were just kind of leering at us and looking, not leering, not at me, but Heaven at my mercy. friend because she's quite attractive. Um, and just staring at us like we were freaks because we were dressed like freaks. Um, and then... Um, we kind of we didn't know where the bus was. It was an ordeal. We got on the bus, forty five minutes to this place, and then on the way home we get forty five minutes bus back um, to the to the casino, and then an Uber back home. So we got home at eleven. I look in my bag. My keys are nowhere to be found. Oh my god! Um, and I'm quite I'm quite um, surprised because one. Again, I'm not drunk. I wasn't drunk, so I wasn't like flicking, ar- like fucking around, like you know, w- the way that usually people usually um, misplace things. Two, I hadn't been to the toilet all night, um, so I, I well, wasn't. Well, that's something to worry about in itself. Really. Well, I'm usually a very frequent urinator, but I don't know why. But I just didn't go to the toilet all night, so I was like, I haven't taken off my dress or done anything where my bag could have got into a, like a precarious position and the keys fell out. Two, what about did you didn't you do any like kind of pagan dancing? No. Oh, okay. No um, so there was not really any movement. We were just kind of standing around. And I was wearing quite a secure bag. So I was very perplexed. Yeah. And three, um, I always check the Uber when I leave if there's anything on the, the thing because I'm really precious about it. So I was like very confused. Tristan... <sighs> Tristan doesn't handle these things very well, I have to say. He's getting better, but when he saw that I hadn't got the key, he usually carries keys all the time. He's usually the key holder, but we had decided this night that he wouldn't take the keys. I would take the keys. Yeah. When he realised I didn't have the keys, his face was it dropped completely. Yeah. So we sat down outside apartment thinking about what we we're going to do. Um... Meanwhile, there's as we as you've may have heard on the previous episodes, our area is a very dodgy area. There was a couple of BMXs that guys on BMXs 
drove past kind of sussing us out, ready to either rape or um, completely rob us or get us to join them on their various excursion criminal excursions oh, well that could have been fun yeah so we found a place to stay at least exactly so we we're kind of sitting there going what the fuck are we gonna do we i googled locksmiths um and i just we thought oh it's gonna cost us a thousand dollars yeah because there's like there's like three security doors here there's well, like we multiple didn't, levels we didn't think that far but anyway so i called my friend shannon and asked her because she was on the way home and i asked her to check the uber that we were just in if the keys were in there they weren't um and then I thought, oh, they must be at the at Corsider House, so I'll have to get them tomorrow. Um, and then I had the brilliant idea that maybe they're in the Uber on the way. And so I said, but because I hadn't called the Uber, I couldn't, I, I had to get Shannon to contact him for me because it was in her phone. Anyway, about 10 minutes later, we, I found out that the keys were in the Uber that on the way there. How did you find that out? Well, Shannon was the one who called the Uber. So she called, you can call, you know, you call through the app, contact the driver. Oh, okay. Great. Like, I think that's just such a great thing that they do because so yeah, many people leave good. stuff. So we found out, but then the pla- the keys were in, um, I don't even know where this fucking place is. It was, um, I want to just say it just so the listeners know because maybe some of you guys know people there, maybe you've heard of it, but I fucking haven't heard of it, that's for sure. Wait, so did the driver drop them somewhere? No, no, no. He, they were at his house in Bennett Springs. Yeah, I've never heard never of Never heard shit. of it. So that's just alarm bells straight away. Yeah, that's far. I Google it, 15 k's away from the city. That's not too bad. Not too bad, 25 minute maybe drive. So I'm thinking we're going to have to stay at Shannon's or we're going to have to stay somewhere. Yeah. Um, but Tristan calls his mum. Oh, uh, yeah. Calls the mum. The mum always comes through with the goods. you got to call the mum. Yeah. And she says, come and stay with me. I'm going to pick you up from Bull Creek. So oh, we got wow. the train at 11.30. We went through the crowds of drug addicts. There was a guy dancing with earphones like he was at a club with earphones in the middle of the street. Oh wow! So you got to make yeah, your own. Yeah, we actually sometimes. got we actually got a really good. We never out. We're out, we're never out at that time, so it was a really good like snapshot for me. So what time is this? Only like quarter past eleven. Okay. Eleven thirty. So we got the train. We're starting to feel a bit better. I said, Tristan, we've got the. We know where the keys are because I'm thinking we're gonna have to pay for a locksmith to get us in so we can get in yeah. or we're going to have to wait till Monday and get the new get the, the spare set from the rental which is going to cost us money because we've got all these bloody bells and whistles oh yeah so it's going to cost us a fortune so at that time when I knew that the key, where the keys were I was happy I said Tristan we've got to be grateful the keys are there we'll get them tomorrow we'll, so I contacted the driver and anyway so anyway we get to his mum's and his mum's an absolute darling she um insisted that we slept, sleep in her bed and that she oh, sleep on geez. a mattress. Yeah, don't worry, we, we objected. Um, but we ended up sleeping there because she wouldn't let us. Oh, She's yeah. a strong they, lady. Yeah. Um, she got us all food out to eat because Tristan was um, dying of starvation. Um, she got me all spare clothes to sleep in. She asked us to pick, pick at a soap. Asked us to pick out uh, all, all these Margaret River soaps to use in the shower. <laughs> it's just like staying in the Hilton. I know. Gave us, um, gave us like, Cleanser to cleanse our face. Um, new cleanser. Well, you know what? You know what? She probably has empty nest syndrome. Yeah, so this is. was like the best thing ever. It's like mum. Mum's been asking me lately, like, like 
I was, you know, like looking for a crisis. Like, yeah, yeah. Ben, do you need to do some washing? Or yeah, do you yeah, need yeah, to come yeah, and yeah. see me? Because she really like misses me and wants me yeah, to stay yeah. in the house. It was exactly that. And that was the only thing that didn't make me feel guilty. Because usually in that situation, I'd just be like, oh, I'm fucked. I'm such a piece of shit. Tristan's mum's got to help. But I was like, no, Naomi, I think she's actually fucking yeah, loving she this. Loved she was it. like, and then she was just like running around, getting us all this stuff. Like, the cleansers was, was this beautiful, like, organic one that like her friend gave her and like she let us open it. Then the bed was, because she knows that I run cold. So all the bed was like, had all these, like I know that she doesn't usually sleep with this many doonas, but she'd put all these different layered things. Then in the morning, um, she told us, no, you're not going to get an Uber there. I'm driving you there and back. Yeah, she loved it. She loved it. We went and got a coffee on the way from um, uh, Pluck, Puck. Puck, Puck. yeah, that's a coffee one. Uh, shout out Puck, you have a well-oiled machine. Um, oh, we, oiled. we wouldn't have thought anywhere else to go. Within five minutes, you had three different coffees with three different milks. Bloody love ya. Um, if you're in East Frio and you're going anywhere except Puck for your coffee, shame on you. Mm. You can do better than that. Yeah, you really can. It's embarrassing. Um, so, And also you get a little snapshot of the Bicton set, which is... Oh, there's mums. There's yummy mummies. Yeah, leisure, leisure wear aplenty. Um, so yeah, so we went on a journey and the lovely Uber man came out of his Benedict Springs house because he can't afford another house because the Uber rates are so bad and mm. he gave me my key ring with my Strand Bookshop key ring and Tristan's mum drove us home and we got back today at about 11.30 to Ben's smelly washing and I was so happy. Okay, well, that, that's a great story. i got a couple of cues for you. Oh, but also Tristan couldn't have his medication because he needs medication to sleep, so he only got like one hour sleep and we both have so much work to do. So we are really tired and it wasn't ideal, but it, I'm filled with gratitude for the generosity of Tristan's mum. Yeah, good on your mum. Uh, how was Bella? Uh, she was excited for like the, the visitor, I think. Yeah, she's great. Bella's the dog. She looks like a cow. She looks like a cow. Um... So my first question is now after all this what Uber rating do you give the guy? Well, I don't he, it, Shannon got the Uber, remember? Okay. Well, what about this? Do you tell Shannon to throw the guy a tip for helping you with the thing? Yeah, I mean we didn't have money to tip him. Oh shit. Is I mean I've never tipped them. No, but I like I never tip. I didn't tip him. I should have tipped him there, but like and we were thinking when we drive off like we should have bought him a tip. Um, but because I've got his address, I'm going to send him a card. Yeah, you should do something, buy him a coffee or something. How am I going to buy um, him a coffee? <laughs> I don't know. I was thinking. Should thinking I put money in the card? Yeah, throw him. Th- oh, yeah, but then you've got the thing of, what, are you going to give him a 20? Yeah, I You know. can't give him a 20, but then you can't give anything less than a 20 because that's insulting. So what do you give him? But it's not like he did anything really. Like, what, is he going to no, throw the- You know what I think you do? Buy a little, a little pouch of chocolate coins, put that in the card. Yeah, but they're going to melt. Uh, just put think, something okay, fun in no, there. No, but I just think that's part of their job keeping the thing. Yeah, but he was... The thing is that he took something that was outside of... No, it was outside of his usual job and he made it easy for you to sort it out. He didn't go out of his way, but he didn't make it difficult. And so that's when you got to kind of go... It's like when you give someone a, re- a reward when you get your wallet from them. Yeah. It's just because they've done the right thing. Yeah, um, that's true. But anyway, my other thing is... I know. And look, I don't want to raise the tensions again because we're just, you know, post-fight. We're still, you know, still very touchy. Um, but I know exactly why you left the keys in the car is because 
I tell you constantly and you never listen to me, you got to do the PKW. The phone keys <laughs> wallet, everywhere you go, you got to check. And and you're right, you know, you know, you wouldn't think that you'd do it because you don't drink and you don't, you know, um I don't know, do dance around and stuff. But this happens quite a lot to you. And, no, it um, doesn't. But and I thing- seem to recall it happened just last week when you left your phone at mum's house. Mm. Yeah. So Well, I didn't leave it at her house. That was, a, that was a weird situation because we were in Ikea and I put my phone in her bag because I didn't have a bag. So I think that is a pass because usually I do check if I've got the phone. Well, I don't know. Well, I'll tell it. you why it's not a pass is because... You don't ever actually check. You just assume it's in your bag and this is where the problem comes. Yeah. See, this is where it helps with the, the man system. No, but I always look on the seat at the, in the Uber. Like, the thing that annoys me is that my family has pigeonholed me as the type of person that loses things willy-nilly. And the thing is, is what they don't know is, yes, I lose things within my house... And maybe in my bag because women always have big bags and I'm no exception. But in public, I'm very careful with my belongings. I don't lose keys, wallets, phones in public. I've never, even when I was drunk, I always had my shit. I was never a drunk girl that lost her phone. I've always had it, touch wood. So it actually was a one off last night. No, but what about the constant? Like, I think every time you and me go out, there will be at least one moment where you go through a sudden 30-second panic because you can't find your phone and you're just scrambling through yes, your bag, things are flying there. But out. But it is always there, though. It is always there, but, I mean, it's no surprise that this stuff happens when you don't know this exactly where it is. This doesn't happen, though. This oh, it doesn't, happens. It doesn't happen. This is the first time I've ever left anything in an Uber. Yeah, but you left the phone in mum's thing. Yeah, but that was you, the past. We already said that. Okay, we'll give you a pass. I don't know what Tristan's thing is. Um, just sorry, just wait. Uh, Tristan, I just boiled some water if you want a cup of tea. Oh, thank you. So. Oh, really? What happened? Oh, no, you really didn't need that. Was it, was it soul shattering? Who's Stanley Kubrick? Uh, as a director. Um, but um, yeah, it's a real. The junkies are a real scene at the moment. There, I saw like five junkies on the five-minute walk over. Oh really? Yeah. Are they? There's s- like it's a real thing. It's so weird. It's like. It's really weird. Oh, I want to go out. It's really weird because like we're in this really seedy area, but like we're so, um, quote unquote. Like, I don't mean this how like it comes out, but like above it, in literally above it. Like I mean, like we are. <laughs> we're physically overlooking. <laughs> we're physically overlooking the street, and we've got all this security, and it's like I feel so like so much um, privilege at the moment. Like all yeah, this shit's yeah, going yeah, downhill, yeah. down, and like I feel so upper middle class. Your housing situation. Oh, here we go. <laughs> is literally the one block that you live on is like just a microcosm of all of society to me. Why? Because on some areas you've got you've got junkies, you've got meth heads, you've got um you know some really cool like you have that um what's that fucking thing? 
some like you have like the Bangladesh club or something up the street like you have some cool like multicultural things oh yeah 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 we got the Greek we got the Greek church yeah there's a lot of cool stuff as well but then you come above here and you enter this apartment and it's like it's like whitewash it's like it's like um Tony Abbott's like electorate or something like it's <laughs> it's like you're living yeah, but in we've already it's spoke. like Avalon okay we get it we get it and also he I'm gonna say the thing <laughs> the other night Omi like she really when Omi goes Omi loves a, uh, her phases in her life so when she goes on a narrative thing she goes full throttle into it so and I don't think she even noticed the other night that I went over when came over to do my washing and um she was cooking like as like as um people of her ilk like to do. Mm. She was cooking like a quinoa thing and she was like chopping up onions and she was like Oh, I'm just I'm just cooking something for when Tristan returns from work and um and she was like oh we're trialing Stan at the moment because we're just watching the handmaid's tale <laughs> so we're just gonna see how that goes and and if things work out we might have Netflix and Stan. I mean it's <laughs> It's a bit self-indulgent, but, you know, you have to treat yourself sometimes. <laughs> so she, and there was lots of the, like, she also, she also, um, she also has taken over the full, like, control of the house. Like, like Tristan, <laughs> Tristan literally, like, he's, he, he, like, lives at the bottom of the stairs or something. Like, he's not allowed, he's not allowed any control of the house. He, in the office he has one corner where he's allowed to put him his stuff in the in the lounge room he has he has one corner below below a table where he has to put his speakers and then he has to put his instruments in the corner of the room and then in the wardrobe he only has one meter by one meter space and then above it is more of Omi's clothes and then the whole other half of the wardrobe is also Omi's and then um she also refuses to let him do the laundry so on Saturday's laundry day... No, I have day, a very tight ship. I run a tight she, ship. <laughs> you run a tight bloody ship. Which you fucking messed up yesterday because I had to do the laundry yeah, on Sunday instead up. of Saturday. I messed it up. But, um, but she she also has a thing that she she rotates Tristan's work clothes to make sure that one doesn't get more worn out than the others. Like she has a whole... She's running a whole thing here. So she's fully gone into that. And one thing you said the other day, which I just got to find it because I can't remember what it was... Um, you said um, something about you said that that you usually do your washing machine on a certain setting, but for me and Tristan's clothes, we have to put it on a higher <laughs> setting because you guys are men, and we all know men soil their clothes. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you mean by soil our clothes? I, I mean, we don't have the reputation for uh, <laughs> that you do about. Uh, do you want to say that on the pod about? <laughs> I'll get so fucked. I shut my pants one time. I shut um, my pants. I don't know if me and Tristan have I done that before. I shut my pants. I shut my pants on Fitzgerald Street when I first went vegan, okay? I was eating too much vegetable um, and I shut my pants twice on Fitzgerald, okay? I'm fucking saying it. I'm proud about it. Um, but let me explain. Yeah. Let me fucking explain. All right, explain ahead. Men notoriously sweat more than women i would say generally they stink yeah so and also like for instance in winter i can wear the same t-shirt two to three times um before i wash it because i just i'm not sweating like i don't sweat in winter 
I'd Whereas Tristan, he can only really wear a shirt once because he's a man and he sweats. Yeah. So there's more... That's what I mean by the soiling, is that he... And he has these work shirts that are disgustingly fabric that make you sweat. They're like nylon, so... Oh, it doesn't breathe. No, it doesn't breathe. So when we do I do the washing, you know, I could do a cold cycle, but I put it on a hot cycle because the sweat gets caked into stuff that I'm trying to give him a better wash. Yeah, I just think there's a, there's a bit of a, a world of fantasy about your thing of the washing. Like you kind of... First off, soiling is a bit of a strong word. Then the sweat being caked in. I don't think that's what sweat really does. Mm, it does like, for men. And when we went to the lava lounge and you were like getting down on your knees and peering into the washer to make sure it was doing <laughs> its job. Like you have this kind of paranoia about the, the laundry cycle. Look, we've gone through this numerous times and it hasn't changed. Yes, I admit I have got a thing about the washing. Yeah. Will I lose sleep for a few nights about your washing being sitting there not hung out for 24 hours? I will. I'll have many sleepless nights. Yeah. Am I concerned about it? Mildly. Look, my, I, you know what you need here is just going to let go and let God. That's what I say. Well, you know, that's what I try and do. But sometimes, uh, oh, there's the washing now. Next load in. My, my question as well is about is that I have this reputation in the family for, um, they say, oh, if Ben even, even touches a piece of his, his clothing, he'll wash it. Like apparently I do laundry way too much. But then how can that be true if you think I'm soiling my clothes left and right, mm. then how do I also wash them too much? Aren't I just being careful about my gross human smell, as you call it? Well, because you will wash a T-shirt after one day, which is fine because you sweat, but you will wear a pair of jeans for one day and you'll wash it, which is you, you shouldn't need to do. Okay, that's fair enough. You so, got me there. with jeans, everyone knows that you don't have to wash them that much. And you shouldn't because it ruins it. And jumpers. Jumpers aren't actually touching your skin. So, therefore, you can re- wear them multiple times. Whereas you'll go, oh, I wore that jumper for five minutes. I'll put it in the washing machine. Yeah, and the problem I've noticed is... um. Stuff breaks down really quickly if you wash it too much. Exactly. So I'm trying to really cut down. Exactly. It's a real, it's a real scene. Um, I might actually switch this washing now if you want to go into something, and I'll try and listen. Yeah, try and listen because I want to go into this cockroach story. Um, so recently, um, I've had cockroaches in my apartment, and they just, you know, appeared innocently at first, and I was like, oh, well, that, you know, I've got a companion. At least I'm not as lonely. Um, but. Uh, they just they just gathered steam and they and they picked up in numbers and they were, and they were breeding like crazy and there were baby cockroaches and mummy cockroaches and daddy cockroaches and and it just got a bit much and I um I had to call I had to contact the uh, the the real estate agent and say look there's some kind of cockroach thing I don't think it's my fault I think there's something wrong with the building they've got cracks in the floor and they're getting through and it's invasion it's ruining like every time I see something move in the corner of my eye I think it's a cockroach now like it's, it's affected my mental health so I thought I had to do something about it so I emailed her she sent she sent someone through um, so just you know and you know what they're like they always do something dodgy these real estate agents so one night I was just like cooking dinner thought I wouldn't have to talk to anyone for the rest of the day I get a knock at the door 
And it's just this guy going, oh, g'day, mate. Just come to have a look at the cockroach situation. And I was pissed off. Yeah. You know, being being an introvert, and I've been at work all day, I'm done for the day. I don't want someone to come in, you know, unannounced and just have a look around my house. Yes. Like the house is filthy. It was dodged. But I got some good information from him. He was like, <laughs> um, look, he, like he was like, uh, it looks like you've got a real, uh, real, real infestation problem here, mate. How did he know? Did he see um, lots of cockroaches? Like, he saw. He saw a dead one. He was like, "Look, this is the one thing people don't know about cockroaches. If you're seeing cockroaches in the day, that's it for you." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you're that done, is, mate. <laughs> that is so good. I love that. Good night, nurse. You're finished. <laughs> Like he was, he it's really so loved. Good. He really loved the drama of his work because he was basically <laughs> saying, like, look, if you're seeing one cockroach in the day, they're nocturnal. So in the night, there's thousands scurrying around. Oh, don't. And That's like, really scary. I was like, I have to know about this, man. I don't know if I really believe that. Like, um, you know what? Yeah. I think he's really onto something. But he he told me some real facts about these cockies, baby, because he was like, um. Because it's really, it's a big deal because he was going to come in and spray it and he's like, you've got to be really onto it. Like as soon as you get home after I've sprayed, you've got to va- you've got to put insect spray in the vacuum head mm. and then and then vacuum them all up. Make sure you tie the vacuum bag, take it right down to the green bin, put it in the green bin because if they let their eggs out, then you're going to have another batch mm. coming. Mm. And he said this thing, which is that um, the, the eggs will sit there for like 30 to 40 days and then you'll have the cockroaches again. So mm. at the moment, it works fine. I'm rid of all the cockroaches, but it could be a month's time. Yeah. Suddenly it's bloody cockroach town again. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so he organized a time. It was a whole thing. He was like, um, for some reason, he could only come on the weekend, which it's it's some like That's rinky weird. dink thing the real estate company's done. But yeah, <laughs> I, found a, I found a time for him to come. And my problem with tradies is like, there's this kind of thing that they'll you never know if they're gonna come because it's kind of like you kind of feel like they only want to do the job if like the vibe is right or something Mm, yeah it's like yeah it's like these perfect things need to be perfectly aligned for them actually to show up and do the job yeah so i've organized this whole thing and and uh i told dad i got to be out for a little while so can i go to his house and watch the footy and surprisingly dad was just like Oh, how about this, mate? How about I take you to the footy? Oh, so that wow. was really Did nice on his part. Did he have the tickets part. anyway? No, he just he just up and bought them because he was like, oh, I want to so have cute. a great time with my son. So props oh, yeah, to you, Yeah, he's Dad. really missing us at the moment. Yeah, he's real. He's uh, empty nest. Um, but uh, so I didn't know if the guy had came because I didn't saw hide nor hair because he was like, you know, <laughs> one thing you got to be careful of, mate, is the amount of cockroaches here. You're going to be shocked by the amount of corpses that turn up. <laughs> so I was thinking like, I'd come back home from the footy and it would be bloody D-Day of cockroaches, you know. Um, but the first few days go by, I don't see one cockroach. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking um, the guy hasn't come at all because there was no evidence that he'd been there. And yeah, that's yeah. the other thing with the with the um, the tradies is why don't they just say that they've been there? So at least you know. Yeah, you well, know? they should do the old card thing like yeah, how you, the real estate the people do. The card's good. I like the card. Um, but uh, But then eventually, you know, one by one, the corpses start turning up. How many up. were there? Um, and it, I mean, to be honest, this guy, I think he's just saying this stuff to keep himself in business because there was only about 10 corpses. So I don't think the infestation was that bad. Either that or they're still bloody hiding in the shadows. 
<laughs> they're waiting um, for their time to come They're out. waiting to, to develop. Or they're, nest, or they're still nesting. And yeah, gonna... something. I mean, they're going to be back and they're going to be better than ever. But um, but I'll be ready when they I'm come. I'm surprised that you actually, that the real estate will do something about it because I was living with a complete infestation in my ass house and I just started, I thought I had to deal with it. Um, I think because it's to do with the property and because... Oh, one thing I said in the email was I've done everything I can do on my end. Uh, okay. Like I set the traps uh, and I did the spray and I said, look, I think the reason is because there's part of the floor in the kitchen that isn't sealed properly. Yeah, yeah. That's a big thing. I had yeah. that in my last place. So well. that they do need to fix up. But anyway. Um, but they'll always find a place to come in. Like even if things are sealed properly, like they're so tiny that they can come in even in new places. Yeah, they're, they're real. They're real are. Uh, crafty little They're thing sneaky. Oh, that's the thing i kind of respect them they've got a good hustle i um, actually kind of like them We've yeah they're, they're actually not too bad i mean i said that i hate them before but i think i think um in this new apartment i do i have developed the grudging respect for them um i have to say but uh look we're running out of time here but i thought what we could do quickly before we go is we've got one email to read and I wanted to run a, th- a few um, more of your fantasy men oh, by really? you to get you to explain them. Now, obviously, I'm, I'm kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel now. So th- some of them might not actually be real ones. They might be ones I've made up. Oh, so we're doing this now? But um, yeah, let's do it now. And if you could get the email up and we'll read that just before we go. Okay, yeah. Okay, so let's start with um, you had a fantasy, you had a crush on um, King Triton from The Little Mermaid. Oh, fuck, I forgot about so this that was, one. So that was Ariel's dad. Oh my god, he's so hot. Okay, well, oh my god, this is really funny. How did you even rem- did you get did you do more research? No, this was all memory again. Oh. Okay, so one, I love the Little Mermaid so much, um, and I watched it over and over and over again. And Triton, if you recall, had a banging bod. Like he was oh, he so was muscly. Yeah, he was ripped. He was he had huge muscles, huge shoulders. Um, not fat, but very broad and, um, and yeah. Oh, there's so many facets to this. Um, he had facial hair. Gra- I love a nice grey facial hair. I love a grey soldier. Actually, come to think of it, how did a single dad have so much time to work out? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was just like the water that created good, good bodies because they all had quite good bodies. Um, I'm just going to bring him up on my screen now so I can remember the sexualness. Um, yeah, the, the facial hair, um, he was obviously a powerful man. Wasn't he the king of the sea um, or that part of the sea? Yeah, um, he, had a, he had a big position. He had least. a huge position and I love a man with power. Yeah. He was very aggressive. Remember, he fucked, fucked up her uh, room He was shit. so conservative as well. He was conservative. Well, he... Uh, oh, my God. He was so fucking <laughs> ripped. He Let was, me have a look at this guy. He was so ripped. I can't... He's even better than oh, I thought. Oh, come to Papa. Yeah. <laughs> the eyebrows, just everything. He also is quite charismatic in the face. Very charismatic. It's amazing what, the details these cartoonists get. Yeah, he's, he's emotive. Oh, he, he's, he's a motivator. You know what I love about him is he has a soft side. I love a guy that's oh, like... I didn't know there was a soft there, side. he had a soft side. Um, because he ended up... He ended up um, blessing the wedding, didn't he? Anyway, look. It was the body. It was the power. It was the bloody... Um, what's the thing called? The, the Trident. Yeah, the... No, the thing that he carries. That's a trident. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I mean, that's hot. I don't um, know, some kind of sex player. What about the, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, what about the, the merman body? Is that part of it for you? Oh, yeah. There's something mystical about it. Mystical yeah. men. Yeah. Um, I don't know where their dick is, but 
I don't know. There's some. I actually read a book by Mel- one of my favorite authors, Melissa Broder, and um, the woman in it. Um, the woman in the book actually falls in love with a mermaid, and they fuck, and that that he has a dick, that he ha- he has a dick and a fin, and the dick oh. is covered. Yeah, the dick is covered. A scaly dick. Uh, no, it's like a normal dick. Okay. Oh, I no, actually, know. I think there is a bit of a scale, but um, the pubes. Dick, the, Do you got pubes? I don't know. I can't remember, but the dick is covered by a cloth. Oh, that's weird. So, um, so yeah. Well, you learn something every day. Yeah. Um, and that's called The Pisces by Melissa Broder. It's quite a very good book. It's about love addiction. Oh, um, I might read that one. And and just the 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 weird the the, the what am I trying to say? I'm trying to sound clever. It's not going to work. Just fucking read it. Yeah, it's good. Um, okay, I'm going with another cartoon one now. Not 100 percent on this one, but BoJack Horseman. Oh, love him. So that's a real one? Oh, well, that's another scumbag one. I love depressed people. I love alcoholics and I love drug addicts. He's a drug addict, alcoholic and... Well, not drug addict, but he's he's, a, an, addict, he's an addict. Um, he's depressed. He's quite nihilistic. He's got a very dark sense of humour. Yeah. Um, he's failed at his job, really. Um, and... A tortured soul. Tortured soul, yeah. It basically, that's just like a, a real shoo-in for me. Just a tortured soul. Um, and he's a bit fat too. He's an overeater. Yeah. Love an overeater. He's a bit fat. Oh, he's such he looks an like a good lay. Like he's oh, he would be a great fat. Yeah. Um, okay, let's go with um, Ian Dicko Dickus- Dickerson. Oh my god! <laughs> From Australian Idol. <laughs> now this one is really winding back the clock. <laughs> Tristan mentioned <laughs> Tristan <laughs> Tristan mentioned Mark Holden last week and I was like, No, not Mark Holden, but wait, hold on, I think there's something here. Oh no. I, I think he is really hot. I I'm gonna Google him now. I just need to relive the men. Oh yeah. What is it about Dicko? <laughs> yeah. He's just a fat English guy. <laughs> yeah, but like, I don't know. He's oh, he looks even better now. He's put on a lot of weight. Oh yeah, he looks better with the weight. Um, but he doesn't have the long hair anymore. I don't know. He's a bit of a cunt. He's a smarmy cunt, which I love. He was like the Simon Cowell of the Australian one, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he's just a cunt. Um, but he's but he's got a sweet he's like Tr- Triton. He's got that sweet edge. He's a bit overweight. Um I don't know, loved him. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes there's no rhyme or reason, okay? It's just the pheromones. But um, I hated Mark Colden. He makes me fucking he sick. Was, I don't think anyone's attracted to him. But what, but yeah, we'll, we'll find out what year that was because I think some of our listeners might be too young for that one. Um, what about uh, Jonathan Van Ness? Is that his name? Oh, I love JVN him so much. From Quiro. Well, he's just really attractive, that guy. He's got great facial hair. Um, he's he's a spirit. He's a, he's he's got so much spirit. He's funny. He's um, I think he suffers from anxiety and depression. He is compassionate, um, but he's just gay, so I'm not going to be able to bang him. Maybe you can turn him. No, I wouldn't be able to. I'm actually seeing him in concert. I got tickets. What does he do? Oh, he's stand up. He's doing stand up. Yeah. Okay. What about this one, Eddie Maguire? Does that one work? Oh yeah, I did kind of like him. Um, he wasn't a huge one, to be honest. I think I just used to watch the footy show and kind of like his kind of um, fatherly... He had a kind of fatherly figure. 
But I, I've I've heard tell that um he's a real asshole. So okay, what about um Ross Lyon? Who's Ross Lyon again? The Dockers coach. Oh. <laughs> Nah, I don't really. I think that was a passing thing. See, that's one of my fantasies. But you know what one we got a comment about, which what? I forgot um, dear Pat told us about, was... Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> was, um, Big Kev. Big Kev. Yeah. That well, was- for him, it's the same as um, what you were saying about the film clip guy. For him, it's it's the positivity. Like, yeah. I feel like if you... Were, he was enthusiastic. If you slept with Big Kev, like, the, oh, I'm excited. Like, that oh, thing, I feel don't. like that would get me into the vibe. Yeah, he's actually fucking gross. I don't know why. <laughs> I think I just said that as a joke. This must be, this must be a fucking joke. Oh, my Big God. Kev. I forgot what he looks like. Oh, God. Um, okay, what about... Okay, last one, we'll wrap it up, is our year seven teacher. Oh, don't. You can't know. We can't? He's dead. He's dead. <laughs> No, we can't. <laughs> we can't. No, we can't. we can't. That's disrespectful. No, we're not saying anything bad about him. Well, he... We won't say his name, though. He was fit as fuck. Um, he loves. He was a slim guy, so this is a weird one. He was fit as fuck. Um, he had a grey beard. Um, he... Again, this is funny. He was powerful but yet compassionate in ways that you would not expect. He was uh, he was gruff but lovable. Yeah. and He was stern but fair. Yeah, I, yes. I liked <laughs> the sternness of him. I got in trouble with him by like quite a few times, but I kind of respected him. I think he... Out, out of all of them, I think he's the one I get the most because he's like... He's a traditional strong but silent type, you know? He's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's kind of... He's a bit of a larrikin, but he, he'll he stand by your side, mm. you know, when you really need him. Mm. Um, but anyway, we'll uh, we'll just read a quick email and then I think we'll uh, we'll go to tea, hey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, first email's from Jackie. Actually, no, it's... She has another name that she's used on this one called Fanny McFan. I don't know why, but... Uh, episode 31, hilarious. Loved Ben's stroke of comic genius asking Naomi about her attractions. Love Naomi's comic take on herself. Laughed out loud lots. Thanks, guys. Keep up the good work, entertaining work. No, keep up the good and entertaining work. Thank you. Thanks, Fanny McFan. Um, yeah, last episode was good. I enjoyed it. Uh, we were not supposed to say her name. Who? Why? She says at the end of the email not to say her name. Oh, fuck. Sorry, you're going to have to beat that out. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Um, so Anonymous, this is from Anonymous. Hi fam, I'm obsessed with your podcast. I usually listen to it while I go for a run and it makes me laugh heaps while running. I have a resentment that Naomi Ben, that Ben has so many resentments against Naomi. Ha ha ha. Well, yes, I actually got a few comments about that. So Ben stopped it. Um, we got, we got quite a lot of feedback about that. So I'm happy. (laughs) Yeah, we did. Thank you guys so much for looking out for me. Um, and when you freelance, people think you sit around on the couch doing fuck all all day. Really fucking pisses me off. Thanks, Anonymous. Um, yeah, Anonymous. I mean, I'm a freelancer too and people literally, I don't know, they do think that we do shit. We do fuck all. And it's usually, it's interesting. It's like there's a real philosophy, like there's a real take on, I've ha- yeah, there's a real take on, um, there's a real viewpoint on freelancers that we don't really do any work and that we um I think it's the word free someone was telling me that the word free kind of makes people think that 
we're just doing things for free or something. I don't know. But there is a weird thing where we don't actually do any work and it's actually the hardest that I've ever worked and I work so much harder than I ever have and so many more hours. So, um, yeah, I definitely share that with you. But um, I'll, I'll tell you what I think is that um, people think that because that's their fantasy. Like everyone wants to be their own boss. But part of the reason they want to be their own boss is because they think then they'll have no responsibilities. Yeah. And it's like, it's the opposite. Yeah. You don't get to just lay back. You have more work because you have to create the boundaries and create the timeline and all that stuff. Um, but I do think that it's changing because I think people are starting to say, like people like you are starting to explain it in the way that's more like, oh, I run my own business. And then as soon as you say that, people are like, okay, that's a that's a headache. Yeah, but it's ask. funny because someone asked me one time, um, oh, they said, oh, what do you do? Because it was when I was still in hospitality. They're like, what do you do outside of work? And I said, oh, I have my own business. Because I was kind of trying it on for size, you know, saying that. And she goes, oh, you mean you're a freelancer? It was like a dirty word. It was like, oh, no, you don't run your own business. You're a freelancer. No, but that, she was just a cunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. didn't really like her. Um, so there is, and there's, you know, like I, I'm in a few freelancer groups and there's so much talk about the way that freelancers are treated, um, in the industry. So that might be another topic for, um, for a future episode. Um, but thanks anonymous. Thanks Jackie. We also got a message from Hida, who's a long time listener, long time friend. Um, and he said that he, he likes just listening just so he can, um, he can, witness or hear when i get pissed off when ben calls me bougie for my new apartment i think he Um, called it a mcmansion oh yeah he said here's here for how rattled naomi gets whenever ben mentions her new mcmansion apartment (sighs) well he did it again so we've really catered for to heater for that one um thanks heater uh but um but yeah thanks guys um we're gonna love you and leave you uh Give us, you know, we're still looking for the stories. If you can do a story for us, tell your friends. Um, yeah, do the Instagram story. Take a screenshot of you listening to the show and tag us in it. Yeah, or yeah, just do something. Um, tell your mates. Tell um, your friends. Share it on Facebook. And, s- and email in theresentmentlist at gmail.com. We reply. Um, and we um, and also whoever's listening on Podbean and you've commented, we have seen the comments. We just haven't really worked out how to reply to them. So... Thank, there's been quite a few people that have commented. We have no idea who you are because you have weird account names. So, you, I don't know. But we we, we love you and we, we've seen the comments and I'm going to try and figure out how to um, – I think I need the app to reply to those. So, sorry for not replying. Um, you can also catch us on Instagram at The Resentment List and Facebook at The Resentment List and, the twi- and Twitter at, the, at Resentment List, sorry. Um, so yeah, get follow us. There'll be some cool shit going on there, and um, yeah, that's it. God bless. Bye.